0: You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. An Alabama man seeking political office gets an endorsement from a big name among Trump supporters. Retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn is backing the run of retired Colonel Casey Wardinsky for the 5th Congressional District here in the state. Flynn says that Wardinsky knows how to take on the swamp and win and did so by helping Trump build the border wall, as well as get critical race theory out of West Point. Flynn says that Americans are witnessing the attempted destruction of our nation from the top down, and voters can no longer send weak representatives to the nation's capital. Flynn and Wardinski both served under the Trump administration. Flynn was the national security advisor, and Wardinsky was assistant secretary of the Army. A report on staffing within the Alabama Department of Corrections is showing a decline this year. The number of staff has fallen by 4% in the past year during the COVID-19 crisis. There were 1,914 officers and supervisors working for the ADOC in June of 2020. Come June of 2021, that number has now fallen by 77 people, leaving it at 1,837 The ADOC is currently encountering legal problems as well with the U.S. Department of Justice. The DOJ is calling the conditions within state prisons unconstitutional and inhumane. A horrific murder has occurred in Georgia and now involves Alabama. Five-year-old Kamari Holland went missing this past Monday from her home in Columbus, Georgia. The little girl's body has now been found in a vacant home in Phoenix City. Jeremy Williams is now being charged with capital murder. He's being held in the Russell County Jail. No other details are being released on this case at this time. The search is on by U.S. Marshals for a man who was accidentally released from jail in Jefferson County. Matthew Burke pleaded guilty to kidnapping charges and had yet to be sentenced his accomplice, Tabitha Hodges, also pleaded guilty to the federal charges and was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Both were arrested for the abduction of Elton Stevens Jr. from his home in Remlap last year. They held the man in hopes of getting a ransom. The two eventually did get a money transfer of $250,000 and were eventually caught by police. Burke was accidentally released from the jail four days ago. A veterans group based out of Mobile has now received the go-ahead from the state to adjust county health plans so as to allow for a substance detox and treatment facility in the city. The Veterans Recovery Resource was given the go-ahead by the State Health Coordinating Council. This comes after they were first denied a request for a certificate of need this past August. However, the group recently made a trip to Montgomery again to plead their case regarding how many beds are here in the state compared to the waiting list to get those beds. Now with the go-ahead to start the project... The group will renovate the old Ralph Sem School into a 34-bed residential facility. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the parents of a Michigan high school shooter were in court themselves after prosecutors say they found staggering amounts of evidence that would justify manslaughter charges. James and Jennifer Crumbley both have been jailed and are being held on a half a million dollars bond each. The Crumblies' preliminary hearing was held this week where both pleaded not guilty. The Oakland County prosecutor, Karen McDonald, says that 500 pages of documents and 40 gigabytes of data have been found regarding this case and have also been given over to the defense attorneys for the Crumblies. Their 15-year-old son is facing murder charges for the shooting death of four students at Oxford High School in Michigan on November 30th. U.S. District Judge Royce Lamberth has ordered the release of a January 6th defendant who has cancer. Lamberth called the conditions within the D.C. jail deplorable, where many of those who were arrested on January 6th are still being held. An inspection by U.S. Marshals was then reported back to the judge, saying that often water was shut down to the cells with multiple clogged toilets as a result. One inmate had been pepper sprayed and not allowed to take a shower, which led to a skin infection. Lambert called the situation beyond belief and ordered the immediate transfer of Christopher Worrell to a different facility. Lambert says he has zero confidence that the D.C. jail will provide proper treatment to Worrell and not seek to retaliate. Last month, the same judge called on the Department of Justice to conduct civil rights investigations into the handling of those arrested at the U.S. Capitol during a protest against the presidential election of November 2020. Well, Merry Maskmas for anyone living in a Democrat-led state. New York, California, and the city of Philadelphia, PA, are bringing back the mask just in time for holidays. The governor of New York has issued a mask mandate and ordered businesses to either check the vaccination status of every customer that enters or comply with the mask mandate. There have been 80% of New Yorkers who have gone and gotten vaccinated in order to continue life as normal without a mask. However, the governor is suggesting that if the remaining 20% do not follow suit and get vaccinated, she will continue to issue a mask requirement. Both California and New York require masks to be worn at all indoor public settings regardless of vaccination status for the next four weeks. Well, some doctors in their research has been shut out of mainstream media when it comes to all things COVID. These doctors continue to persist in challenging the facts surrounding the virus, the vaccine, alternative treatments, and the origins of the coronavirus. Dr. Peter McCullough of Texas is a renowned cardiologist who has spoken largely about the COVID-19 vaccine's connection to causing myocarditis. But now, Dr. McCullough went on the Joe Rogan podcast and responded to this particular question.
1: So you believe this is a premeditated thing that they were doing. So they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic
2: about taking this vaccine, the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment. It's not just my idea. Now it's completely laid out by the book by Dr. Pam Popper, the book recently published by Peter Bregan, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. These books are basically nonfiction. They have a thousand citations in the Bregan book showing how it was coordinated implant. Now Bobby Kennedy has his book out, The Real Anthony Fauci. Um, I can tell you that if you want to find the evidence that Moderna was working on the vaccine before the virus ever out of the lab, if you wanted to find the the collusions and the operations between the Gates Foundation and Gavi and CEPI and Pfizer and Moderna and the vaccine manufacturers and the Wuhan lab and the National Institutes of Health and Ralph Barrick and University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and how all this was organized. If you want to see the Johns Hopkins planning seminar called the Spars pandemic in 2017, where they had a symposium, people showed up, they wrote up their symposium findings, they published this. It says it's going to be a coronavirus. It's going to be related to MERS and SARS. It's going to come over here to the United States. It's going to shut down cities and frighten people. There's going to be confusion regarding a drug, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, and we're going to utilize all that in order to railroad the population into mass vaccination. It's laid out in the Johns Hopkins Spars pandemic training seminar. The only thing that got wrong was the year. They said it was going to be 2025. Instead, it landed a few
0: years early. The governor of Florida is back in the news again, this time because the state budget now has allotted $8 million to getting contracts with private companies in order to transport illegal immigrants out of the state of Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis spoke on Fox News about being responsible Floridians who stand up for the rule of law.
1: Well, actually, the Biden administration puts people on planes and flies them into Florida in the wee hours of the morning. So they've done over 70 flights Uh, in the last six months dump people here. And we had a few weeks ago, one of those people that Biden dumped ended up committing a murder in Northeast Florida. And so these are crimes that would not have happened but for Biden's recklessness. And so our view is, if they're going to be dumping, you know, we want to be able to facilitate transfer to places like Delaware. And so we have $8 million in my new budget uh, to be able to do that. But we also look to these carriers that the federal government's contract with and we're going to pass legislation that says if you are facilitating Biden's policies, which is effectively a mass human smuggling operation. Uh, You are not going to be eligible to do business with the state of Florida or other local governments. And we're going to charge you restitution for each individual that you're bringing, because, yes, they are drugs, they are crimes. But you also have things with health care costs, education, all these services that get taxed because of Biden's reckless Mm -hmm. policies. And so we have a responsibility to fight back. And that's what we're doing.
0: And the Ohio legislature has now passed a bill that protects babies who survive an abortion attempt. The bill heads to the governor's desk for signature. The Born Alive Infant Protection Act will enforce strict penalties on doctors if they do not provide life-saving measures to a baby that survives a botched abortion. They must also report that birth to the Ohio State Health Department. The bill prohibits abortion providers from teaching at any school or institution that is affiliated with a taxpayer-based state college or university. You're listening to the Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to listen to Right Side Radio as guest host Michael Yaffe fills in and talks about pro-choice men who are only seeking freedom from responsibility. So
3: Live Action, which is a pro-life group, a leading pro-life group and a news outlet, they put out this video. Now it's satire, but it's great because it really shows the hypocrisy of the pro-abortion movement. And it... Has a little thing here of pro-choice men. And I put pro choice in um scare quotes because I really don't like the term pro-choice. Cause the baby doesn't get a choice. And it really should be called pro abortion. That's what they are. They're not pro choice, they're pro abortion. But this is a good video here. I'll play the audio here of the hypocrisy of the argument. Go ahead and play it, copper. This is a historic moment. Abortion rights are under attack in America. And it's important for all of us to raise our voices. Because abortion rights are pro-choice men's rights. I deserve to be free from any responsibility for some girl I get pregnant. I deserve to enjoy sex without commitment, marriage or parenthood. It's ridiculous to think that just because I'm the father, I'm expected to be a dad. It's her body and it's her choice. So don't be asking me for anything. And look, I'm a caring guy. If I get a girl pregnant and then abandon
2: her, I don't want to leave her alone with the kid. Especially if she might chase me down for child support. I deserve not to be shackled by kids to a woman my age. So when she gets older, I can upgrade to a younger model. Guys, we're forgetting
3: that abortion is mainly about a man's sexual freedom. A woman's sex drive is far more tied to commitment and procreation than a man's. That's why women's sexuality scares me. I'm going to tweet this out. So, follow me on Twitter at Michael Yevig because it's actually longer than that, but it's so true. So many on the left, when they make their pro abortion arguments, they say, well, it's men who want this. It's just men trying to control a woman's body, which is so completely absurd. We all know, and Copper has made this argument on her show and on this show, I'm sure that many men out there they're pro-abortion for all the reasons you just said if, if you were listening to that and you were laughing a little bit you're laughing because it's true i don't know whether to laugh or to cry because it's true
0: you can find that podcast at right if you've been enjoying the daily detail please remember that you can also subscribe to it every day at Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And while you're there, consider leaving me a five-star rating. I sure would appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.